This is Fragmented, an Android developer podcast where we talk about building good software and becoming better Android developers. I'm Don Felker, and this week, Kaushik's in California talking to a whole bunch of really smart folks at Google I.O. I wish I could have made it, but unfortunately, I had to hang back here in the Garden State and enjoy some beautiful weather while you guys had fun over at Google I.O. Kaushik takes the time to interview all kinds of individuals at Google I.O. and ask them a bunch of interesting questions. We hope you really enjoy this show. So, Kaushik, take it from here. All right. So, I have made the holy pilgrimage again to I.O. 2016. Let's see uh, how many Android devs I can catch this fine morning. Oh, and Sarah, sorry in advance for some of the processing you'll have to do. How are you doing? Pretty hey, good. How are you? Pretty good, thank you. All right, I am with the amazing Anise, formerly known as the Groovy Gal. Is is that correct, Anise? <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> so why don't you tell us who you are, uh, what do you, where you work, and what do you do? Sure. So I'm Anise. I work as an Android developer for a startup called Off Grid Electric, and we help power homes in Africa with solar energy. If you folks want to hear more about uh, Anise, we had her on the show. We were lucky to have her on the show. It was episode 33, I think, if I'm right. Uh, show notes, we'll add, always have a look at the show notes for the right information. Uh, okay, so as an Android developer, what did you think was the most exciting announcement that you heard here at I.O.? Um, the most exciting thing to me was the test recorder that will automatically write your espresso test for you. Yeah. And um, I like to call it no more excuses. <laughs> so um, write those tests. Hashtag no more excuses. That's the feature that's winning. Okay, I like that. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a bunch of other random questions. Fragments, yay or nay? Um, maybe, I would say. <laughs> uh, it depends okay. on the use case. I think they can be um, valuable, you know, depending on the circumstances. But you're not against fragments. So if you found a situation where you would have to use fragments, you're cool using it. Yeah, I'm definitely cool with it. So what was the last Android application that you used on your phone that you remember just blowing your mind? I really like Fitbit. Um, I thought wow. the onboarding was really nice and they did a great job um, with sort of like the progressive reveal of the data. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, thumbs up to the Fitbit team. All right, Fitbit. So I should probably use that. As you can see, I'm not a user of those applications, <laughs> but maybe, maybe if the Android application is good enough, I'll deal with this whole getting fit thing. If you had to start an app from scratch, what are three libraries, three external dependencies in your application that you absolutely cannot live without? Uh, first, retrofit. So I like to interact with the network. Mm-hmm. Next, I really like Dagger. Um, so I think it just does a really great job with dependency injection. And then finally, I would say JUnit because you got to write those tests. And I love those three dependencies. So when you actually code, when you build your application, do you listen to like white noise or do you listen to music? How do you actually code? So I use um, like Beats headphones that have the noise canceling thing. So sometimes I just will listen to that only. And then depending on what I'm coding and like I want to get really like hyped, Mm -hmm. then I might listen to some music. But I try not to listen to anything that would cause me to like break out in Beyonce and (laughs) get completely distracted. So I do that all the time. My (laughs) Beyonce moves, I will tell you. (laughs) Uh, So what's one cool Android Studio shortcut that you think our listeners should definitely know about? Um, I think 
using column selection mode. So yeah. I like to use like alt um, and like the up and down arrow keys to, mm-hmm. you know, select multiple columns and change things. It's super useful. Um, and I probably use it at least like every other day when I'm coding. Awesome. Uh, can you remember the last bug or sort of like Android related ordeal that you had to deal with? Uh, I was writing some tests with Espresso and I was trying to test intense um, and it was just behaving really, really oddly. And so, um, yeah, I reached out to a couple of people and actually it was just sort of something they had missed um, in the platform, which was great because I can help make other people's lives easier. And then I also figured out, you know, why the issue wasn't working for me. So if there was one thing you wish uh, Android had. What would that be? I wish they had unified code coverage reports. Um, so I tend to use multiple flavors in my applications. Um, and now I'm even using flavor dimensions. So it would be great to see the code coverage for everything just in one place out of the box. Awesome. Anise, thank you so much. And I hope you have an amazing rest of the Google I.O. Thanks. Same to you. You also happen to be a GDE. That's but, right. but for our listeners, can you tell us who you are, where you work? Yeah, sure. My name, and it's a difficult one. It's Wiebe Elsenga. Uh, I'm a Dutch guy <laughs> living, in, living in the Netherlands. I'm uh, currently uh, an Android lead developer for a small company and uh, enjoying the sun currently. <laughs> That's true. There's also another interesting thing. You're, I noticed you're also into MMA. Tell us more about that. Oh, yeah. So besides the struggle I have currently uh, on a day-to-day <laughs> basis with Android, I, I, I like kicking people in the nuts and uh, <laughs> really going all out. So it's a, it's a good stress relief. Okay, okay. Is, so is Android development the relief or is MMA the relief to Android development? Oh, good question. I think it's both. I think <laughs> it's a good uh, balance between like uh, finding in a cage and fighting on your computer. Okay. <laughs> so what's the most exciting announcement that you heard today? Oh, it's definitely going to be the recorded testing and really looking forward to, to giving it a try and I'm a little bit um, afraid that's not going to be as good as we're hoping because mm-hmm. of uh, if you see the previous ones, uh, generating code is is a bad thing to do. Right. But I'm really looking forward to that one. And uh, uh, instant run uh-huh. might be interesting to to ha- to reach more audience for your app. My sentiments are pretty much the same with the automatic uh, espresso. I guess they said it was espresso. It is, es- it is espresso. Yeah, yeah. So my sentiments exactly like when you have code that's generated. Well, is the code be is the code going to be as good as probably what you would write? Like those are some apprehensions that we have. So yeah, and the cool thing about espresso is it is readable, and uh, especially Absolutely. if you use uh, like frameworks or like writing down in cucumber style, given that right. when uh, will it uphold that same structure? It's it's going to be interesting to see the these upcoming weeks, how it will evolve. Uh, fragments, yay or nay? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't quite catch that. Is that a yay or a nay? That was like amazing. That's like basically both and none. It can be good as long as you know how uh, the reason behind the use of fragments. So it, if you want to have a separation for you, for you uh, UX or your UI, uh, fragments can be uh, helpful. But there are a lot of boilerplate and stuff you need to take care of yourself to actually make it good and perform well. And right. So it's still an... <laughs> so if you were starting like a new Android application, what are three libraries, like three external dependencies that you would absolutely add into that project? Ooh, uh, 
I will probably use Dagger too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm really into the reactive um, oh. coding currently, so uh, Rx Java or, or the new one that is currently uh, being developed by Google. It's, yeah, 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 it's uh, it it looks promising. Mm-hmm. Uh, so probably use that one, but see okay. see what works for you. It all depends on the app you're using or, or trying to create. Mm-hmm. It should ha- again with. It's not only like the user experience, but the developer experience as well. Mm-hmm. As long as it takes away the pain, you can use the library. And as long as you keep in mind that you not bound or your your app isn't going to be like forty six megabytes, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Fair enough. Android Studio. Do you use like the Canary build, developer build, stable build? I think if you would answer uh, ask that to every developer, they should be using both. Okay. So, so the stable one for the more productive and, mm-hmm. and currently in production uh, applications, but you need to try out the Canary one as well mm-hmm. to know what's going on in the Android world. So I have both. Makes sense. And along those same lines, what's one Android Studio shortcut that you feel that most developers should be using that you think is amazing? Command Shift T. I think it, that's that's one. Uh, uh, it's so creating uh, uh, tests. Oh, nice one. Yeah, Everybody, yeah. F- I know for an Android developer, making uh, test classes and mm-hmm. uh, adding like functional or technical tests to your app isn't the most sexy thing. <laughs> but it is important, as, especially if your app is growing uh, a functional size. It is important to, to know that if you change or do refactoring or adding a new feature, that the app is still doing what it's supposed to be doing. 100% agreed. Do you listen to like music, any like white noise or something when you actually code? It depends on the process. I'm, so when I'm designing, I like to listen to classical music. Very interesting. Yeah, but yeah. if I'm if I'm actually want to code crush, I I do love Metallica and oh. I I will go all out. Any recommended Metallica song? No, <laughs> all, all are good. <laughs> all all yeah. of them are good. Okay, great answer. Uh, okay, so what's the last uh, bug or like ordeal that you remember like as being? An Android developer. So I uh, played uh, uh, a lot with uh, vector, vector durables and I was looking uh, how to incorporate the default XML representation of uh, vector durables combined with state, so press state or oh, enabled state. Right, right, right. So I'm still struggling with that. But uh, a good friend of mine, Mark Allison, he gave me a good pointer, so uh, okay. I still need to, to look into that. Okay, perfect. And uh, to close out, what's one thing you wish Android had but doesn't? Good implementation documentation compared to Ooh, the documentation on how to design. So there's oh. a lot of efforts went into uh, the documentation for material design and all the okay. patterns, and uh, but there's a big gap between how it's supposed to do and how you implement it. And there are some some sites and some uh, uh, libraries that you can use, but mm-hmm. still like the default how-to, it's sometimes a, a hassle. Okay. Perfect. Thank you so much. I hope you have an amazing rest of the I.O. Hopefully the weather gets a little better in the next two days. Well, I'm, I'm, I come from Holland, so oh. everything above 10 is for me an adjustment. <laughs> Fair enough. Thank you so much, Reed. My pleasure. I want to start off by saying I'm a big fan of your work. When I started off Android right from the beginning, I used your blog almost like a reference for like some of the things that I need to know. So thank you so much for all the work that you're doing. For our listeners, can you just give us a quick intro, who you are, what you do, etc.? 
Sure, and you're too kind. <laughs> uh, I'm Mark Allison. Uh, I'm a freelance Android developer. Um, I've literally just started uh, uh, a contract position with American Express, um, and I'm working with your your co-host uh, Don. So uh, yeah, I've literally only just started there, but thoroughly enjoying it so far. And of course, I, I write a blog um, styling Android. What was the most exciting announcement that you heard as an Android developer here at I.O. today? Uh, without doubt, it has to be that they've killed off that really ugly Firebase logo. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the new one is much nicer. Um, I, I, there's a, a number of, you're being serious for a second, there's been a number of really exciting things. I think the uh, the, the test recording is really mm-hmm. going to be uh, make writing tests easier um the instant install is Mm. pretty good there's a a few things that are going to be uh you know quite important fragments how do you feel about them yay or nay um yay under duress (laughs) 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 i i think that they're a necessary evil at the moment mainly because they they serve a a job if you do them right they're a good way of encapsulating behavior and keeping it keeping it separate from ui um but they don't tie in well enough with activity life cycles and things to really make them uh, as powerful as they could be or, or as well integrated as they could be if you were starting an application from scratch, what three external dependencies would you absolutely put into that application? I'm going to give a really non-committal answer here <laughs> okay. because okay. I firmly believe that you need to understand your problem domain mm-hmm. before you start choosing the tools that you're going to use to solve that problem domain. If you take the approach that you just have some tools that you're going to use regardless of what, you know, you actually develop a mentality that you treat every problem as a nail if you only have a hammer. That's an interesting answer, but under duress. <laughs> if Am I allowed to say the uh, material support library? Well, sure. You yeah. absolutely need that these yeah. days. If you're starting a Greenfield project, there's absolutely no reason not to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, then it does become uh, a little bit grayer. Um, I'd probably, if you're asking me for three that, solve Mm -hmm. really low-level problems. I think they're the the easier ones. Mm -hmm. Uh, Logger, for example, uh, Mm -hmm. to actually make your logging easier. Um, uh, And probably the third one, uh, I think, would be, it might change soon because of uh, some announcements this morning, but uh, Crashlytics would be another. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) Because if you don't know what's happening when users are using your app, if you don't know that crashes are happening in the real world, you don't know why you might be getting one-star reviews. <laughs> All right. So when you develop uh, with Android Studio, do you use like the beta version, the stable version, the canary version, dev version? I usually have two installed side-by-side. I usually okay. have a stable with a canary side-by-side. If canary breaks stuff for any reason, <laughs> I don't have to spend half a day uninstalling and reinstalling and getting everything configured again. I've just got 
an immediate fallback so I don't waste time. When you actually code, do you actually listen to music, white noise? Do you listen to anything or like, do you prefer like silence? Yeah, actually... I, I rock out. Oh, um, <laughs> oh uh, yeah. I, I, nice. I like it loud. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> so what's one cool Android Studio shortcut that's a little different, but like you just keep using a lot that you think our listeners should probably be aware of? Um, I, I'm sure they're... Uh, some much more subtle ones but one i use quite a lot or a number that i use quite a lot is uh option command something which okay. is <laughs> extract a field or extract oh, a right, constant right. so yeah. just refactoring code okay. that just speeds it up so much and one thing you wish android had but doesn't necessarily have currently um i think a big one i'm Gonna go Android Wear. I think Android oh, Wear really okay. needs NFC support. Oh, because NFC support. Okay. currently Apple <laughs> leads for NFC payments on uh, Apple Pay's thing is pretty slick, and you, you can, can pay it, with yeah. your watch. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if the folks at Google are listening, Mark has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Mark. I hope you have a great IO. Thank you. My name is Jake Wharton. I work at Square on the Square Cash app. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, he is a real person in the flesh. All right. So what's the most exciting announcement that you heard at I.O.? I think uh, the Google Home demo is one that is very compelling. And Google is a company that has a lot of my data already. And so the <laughs> unification of that into something that is... Uh, not only able to search all of Google's, you know, web web stuff is mm-hmm. as powerful as Google search, but also within all my documents, my appointments, my emails, all that stuff, and integrated into something that's essentially hands free and can control my uh, also my things around my house. Nice. I think that's a that, that as a unified product is is extremely compelling to me. I mean, given that we are Android developers and we've already sold our souls. It's about time they actually make use of the data now, right? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Fragments. Yay or nay? Nay. Nay? Enough said. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. What's the last Android application that you can remember that you used in your phone that actually blew your mind? When you used the application, you thought, oh, okay, like these gals or guys know what they're doing. So I'm, uh, I'm going to cheat a little on this one. Uh, I, for the first time, used a feature of applications that I hadn't, that blew my mind. Okay. Um, the Uber pool and the Lyft line, I used those for the first time this over the past week. Just the, the technical prowess that goes into real-time finding, ride-sharing of mm-hmm. people traveling in relatively the same direction right. and having it work and also save me money as a result was just, it kind of blew my mind that we're at that that stage where it's just a really impressive technical problem and a really impressive technical solution. Right. So, I mean, was like the fascination in that, knowing that this is like a hard problem, like the whole like graphing theory and stuff, and then how they managed to solve that in a way that works for us. Yeah, exactly. It feels, it's, it's very real time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the interesting aspect is when you're already, uh, you don't set up a trip in advance. When you're already in the middle of a trip, people might be joining and leaving at any time. And so just the fact that it's, it's not a simple like request a ride, that it's this real time thing that happens over the lifetime of the trip mm-hmm. and has to deal with geographical Uh, positioning and forecasting is just uh, really impressive. All right. What are three... (laughs) This question is good. What are three external libraries that you cannot start an app without? 
does does external mean not first party as in not Google yes, or not, not no not Google basically. okay yeah. so I can use ones that may just happen to have been authored by happen to be authored by this person <laughs> whose name starts with J um, <laughs> so I, I can I can pick these two because I am not a, the primary author and <laughs> I think OKCP kind of is a very fundamental part of an application. That's true. That's that true. Uh, you can live without, but it's it's challenging. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I'm going to say <laughs> going to say retrofit. This is hard, isn't it? I'm going to say retrofit. <laughs> However, Bob Lee is the author of retrofit. I just nice merely haven't. Nice save. Yeah. Um, beyond that, uh, if if the question is if I'm starting a new application. Mm-hmm. Um, so to follow up my fragments answer, uh, <laughs> I think the conductor library is one that's mm. come out recently right, right. to serve as kind of a view composition framework to mm. uh, deal with the whole backstack problem. Okay. Uh, we have our own solutions, which I don't, they're either internal and, mm. and kind of specialized, or mm. um, I don't find them to be uh, adequate enough to really solve the problem. Mm. And I think Conductor is not perfect, mm-hmm. but I think it solves it in a really nice way. So I wouldn't be able to create an app with more than one screen without something like Conductor. Just to be clear, so you would never use RX Java. Like you're just like, oh. totally hating. Damn, I forgot uh, about that. <laughs> no, but uh, I guess you would prefer Agera to that, right? Oh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you use? So, when you actually code, do you use like Android Studio Beta, Canary, Dev, Stable? Which ones do you use? So, I usually try and stay on the beta. Okay. Uh, however, with today's announcement of uh, 2.2, mm-hmm. the preview, and it being based on IntelliJ 2016. Uh, IntelliJ 2016 is the first version of IntelliJ that runs on Java 8. And we're actually uh, working on IDE plugins. Mm-hmm. And we're currently nice. having you know, some difficulties dealing with Java 6 support for supporting Android Studio. So now that Android Studio 2.2 has Java 8, we can get rid of all that old crappy Java 6 and <laughs> update these plugins to Java 8. So for that, I think I will switch back to um, the, the latest Canary right. uh, until, it, until it stabilizes again, and then I'll probably fall back into beta. When you actually code, do you listen to like music, white noise? Like- so I, definitely music, um, mm-hmm. but I have a habit of putting something on, on okay. say Spotify, mm-hmm. and getting really in the zone and writing a lot of code and, and I'll go and I'll look back and I'll just have listened to the same CD about eight times over and over again. So it, it essentially turns into white noise, but it's always, uh, I'm always trying to find something that's uh, consistent and, and not loud enough yeah. screaming in my ear so that it lets me fall into that, yeah. that zone. The zone. So it gets to a point where it isn't necessarily distracting anymore. Yeah. Although sometimes, sometimes I feel bad because I really want to listen to an album. And I'll, I've listened to it about 20 times, but I just really can't remember a single song from it. <laughs> so what's one cool Android Studio shortcut that you think our listeners may not necessarily know that you think people should use? I'm going to say the Convert to Kotlin shortcut oh. <laughs> as kind of a, a, a leading, uh, a leading way to hopefully get more people interested in uh, the language. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually have no idea what the shortcut is. It's some crazy four-key combination thing. <laughs> okay. but you can um, always just remap it to something. Yeah, Command-K. Command-K, boom, there you go. <laughs> and for folks who don't know, yesterday Jake did give a talk at uh, Realm, Kotlin Night. So pretty good talk so when that's out definitely we'll add a link to that as well uh all right so what's one thing you wish android had 
but doesn't. Okay, uh, I told that I would do this ahead of time, but I, I have kind of a habit of using questions like this to thro <laughs> throw a little shade towards people. Uh, this is the best opportunity to yes, do that. Yes, everyone... <laughs> this is exactly what people are looking forward right. to. Um, so the Java 8 stuff coming in N is mm -hmm. fantastic. A lot of APIs that have been missing for Android for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the Java Time API is noticeably absent oh, from the end developer. I about that. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Java Util Date, Java Util Calendar like are... The fantastic, yeah, the yeah super well-designed, yeah. <laughs> mutable classes that everyone loves. Yeah. Um, so I would, I would really love to see that uh, added for the final release because mm. it really, uh, really kind of rounds out the the high, uh, high hitting features of what Java Eight brought. I never even thought about that, but yeah, now that I think about it, I'm like, oh my god, they totally should be adding that and backporting it if possible, right? Sure. Yeah, it definitely could exist uh, as a standalone library, as have been proved by the three ten, yeah. uh, the three ten library. Thank you so much, Jake. Uh, have an amazing rest of the I.O. Yeah, thanks for having me again. Yeah, <laughs> yes, indeed. My name is Ryan Harder. Uh, I'm an Android GDE. Uh, yeah. yeah, Don keeps rubbing that. Like, <laughs> <on> me, so. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard. Um, so I'm a, I'm a freelance Android developer out of Chicago. Uh, I work for lots of different clients. I also uh, work with a startup called Pixite. We make um, Fragments as our big app right now. We're working on some new ones. Um, but we do like photo editing apps, OpenGL based stuff. Uh, and so I'm working on bringing that up to the full time work. Was Fragment an intentionally chosen name? Was that something that you felt needed to be there or was it naturally a name that evolved? No, that one actually, uh, it, it came out on iOS first. Um, oh, yeah. I and, see. Okay. and so they called it that and it, uh, it, it, uh, it was named after like the, the main artistic style of the app. Had okay. nothing to do with Android fragments. Okay. But it does make Googling really hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is like an excellent segue for a question that I had later. But so, fragments, yay or nay? Uh, what's right in between yay and nay? Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm honestly like really indifferent. I use them sometimes. Okay. Um, sometimes I don't. Uh, I, I try to, you know, if there's stuff I have to do, like, like view pagers or that kind of stuff where I need to, like save state and all of that. And, you know, like restoring state, okay. um, since the framework's kind of made for it, I use them. Um, otherwise I mostly use views and activities when I can. I'm curious what you would call it. Like, so in the Fragment app, if you used a Fragment, would you call that Fragment something Fragment? Oh, yeah, I definitely have a Fragment Edit Fragment. Okay, perfect. And uh, a Fragment Store Fragment. Uh, those all exist, yeah. I'm sure everyone who's working on that app loves those names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so what's the most exciting announcement that you heard at I.O.? Um, I think the, uh, the Google Assistant, definitely. Um, just the idea of... of you know, tying all that information together and also the uh, home automation is something that I've really been interested in. I've got, I think, like four or five Chromecasts, a couple just for audio for my home audio system, oh, wow. you know, okay. for the TVs around the house. Um, and I've got Nest, like all of that. To be able to control that from anywhere um, is, is really appealing to me. Nice. So what's the last Android application that you use on your phone that you thought through your mind like this is like an application you thought was amazing the the pocket cast material update um uh, that was uh 
was amazing. They did a really good job of kind of uh, materializing everything and, and making um, a really good experience uh, with that app. So like purely from a design perspective, like that was was sort of the big one for me. Nice, nice. I'm basically their personal shopper for the whole week, so I'll let them know. Maybe they'll give me an extra tip or something. Nice, very good. <laughs> so if you were starting an app from scratch, what are three external dependencies or libraries that you would totally add? Or like what, like what are three libraries you feel that you would never start an app without? So definitely uh, Retrofit and OKHTTP mm-hmm. are two uh, that I kind of always use. Mm-hmm. And so that's, uh, I don't know if that's two or one. Um, huh. <laughs> if you do add Retrofit, like OKHTTP is a dependency. So I guess yeah. you can say that's um, I do use OKHTTP independently quite a bit. And I've actually been using, so for my photo stuff, I, I interact with you know files on the file system a lot. Oh, right, um, right. And so I've been using OKIO uh, for Ooh, for yeah. that type of buffering and all that stuff, which is which has been really nice. So okay. you know, basically everything from those guys. <laughs> I've been using those R- guys. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, you know who I speak of. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I've been using um, RX Java quite a bit lately, nice. um, which is really nice. Okay. Um, and the other one that I've been using a lot uh, lately over the past uh, year or so is AutoValue. You, you do have something with auto value out, right? Yeah. So almost a year ago and released like a month ago. Uh, so I wrote extension support for auto value. And then I've got a bunch of extensions for things like parcelable and all of that. So I use auto value for most of like my model classes and, you know, immutable value types. And then uh, can easily make them parcelable, use them with Moshi, which is another library that I always use. A lot of Jesse love here. I like yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It, it sounds weird when you phrase it that way, but yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah, no, probably have to change that. Okay, cool. So when you actually code, you use Android Studios, like Canary version, beta, stable, dev? Yeah, so uh, so I go back and forth between beta and Canary. Mm-hmm. Anytime they announce something cool, like Instant Run, mm-hmm. um, which that works really well for some things, for my graphics things, where I'm doing like changes in the render cycle. Uh, it works really well for me. So I switched to Canary when that, you know, when right. I needed to for that. The Android 2.2, I'll be switching to Canary, um, you know, and then I'll go back to beta after a while. Nice. So along those lines, so do you have like a tip for our listeners that you think would be like that most listeners don't know or like wouldn't know that you think is amazing that we should? Yeah. So I actually uh, learned about this yesterday. Um, but when you're when you're in the debugger, when you're at a breakpoint, you can hit um, Alt F8. And that brings up the uh, the expression evaluator, I guess, oh, yeah, which yeah. is which is cool. And I knew about that for a long time. That lets you like evaluate one line right. expen- mm-hmm. expressions. But there's a button at the bottom it, of it uh, that you can change it to code blocks. And right, so you right. can you can mm-hmm. copy and paste entire code blocks out, and you have your uh, your debugger state. Um, right. And so for me, again with the graphics stuff, that's really helpful when I'm doing like matrix transformations. So I can actually step through entire oh, entire blocks of code. There's a lot of like hidden gems in that oh, like yeah. burger yeah. uh, Do you listen to any music or anything like when you actually code or silence? I kind of do both. Um, okay. I usually start up some music in the morning and then I get in the zone and the album runs out and I don't notice. <laughs> okay. So I just keep going through silence for the rest of the day. What, what's the last biggest annoying thing that you can remember when dealing with Android? I think, uh, so I think uh, instant run, like going back to that, instant uh-huh. run tends to get into like these weird states where it 
uh, you know, it thinks nothing has changed, so you try to run or try to debug, and it won't actually push any changes right, to the device right. and that kind of stuff. It takes some some inside knowledge to recognize that scenario right. and get right. yourself out of it. Totally. In fact, I, I think that, like that's an issue I've been running into as well. Like sometimes it doesn't like the hot swapping doesn't work as well as it's supposed to, and then I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure I changed the class. But, yeah. So. Exactly. And then I end up like. I don't know, changing something, putting in some line of code that won't do anything, just so it'll kind of refresh the, you know, the it's class. Almost like the git sort of like commit when you need to like kick a build or yeah. something that's like written, right? Like okay. Uh, okay. And the last question: If there was one thing you wish Android had, what would it be? So, so one of the issues that uh, that we've run into with Fragment is Fragment started out as a paid app, and we want to move to free. Um, but one of the challenges is with the Play Store, you can't get uh, you can't get like receipt data. Um, beyond in-app purchases. So if we go to free and we put a watermark on your image, for instance, and then you can remove that, you know, with an in-app purchase, uh, we have no way to know if somebody purchased the app already uh, so that we can remove the watermark for them because they already paid. Yeah, and so all of the ways to work around that, you know, put something in shared preferences, like all of that kind of stuff, that doesn't survive a reinstall. Like there's, there's really like no good way to work around this. Um, so that's sort of it's sort of on the like Play Store side, but that's that's the biggest thing that I'd like to see is is more support for uh, purchase tracking. Love that answer. Thank you so much, Ryan. This is amazing. Uh, I hope you have an amazing rest of this I/O. Yeah, thank you very much. All right, so I am here with uh, someone who's in some circles called the double binding magician, <laughs> <laughs> unleasher of double binding powers. <laughs> So, could you just tell us like who you are, uh, where you work, and yeah, stuff sure. that you're interested in? Uh, my name is Lisa Ray, and I work at a startup called Genius. Nice. And what does Genius do? We are a music knowledge project. Our main focus is song lyrics, and we crowdsource explanations for them, which we call annotations. Nice, nice. I asked this question because I actually know what Genius is, but like I was listening to a podcast some time back, and they actually talked about how Genius has like grown to. Uh, stuff beyond just like music, right? Like mm. they do a lot of stuff. So yeah, absolutely. Cool. Music is our main focus, but we've expanded to allow people to annotate any web page. So right. people have begun using it on all kinds of content, including um, news and technical articles and poetry and literature. So yeah, it's gotten a lot bigger than music, but that's definitely where we started and where our focus is. So what was the most exciting announcement that you heard at IO today? Um, well, the most exciting announcement is that Instant Run is 10 times faster than it was before. Yeah. <laughs> um, as an Android developer, <laughs> the number one thing I do all day is build and run my app. I and that is by far the most important thing to me. Um, unfortunately, I missed the first half of the tool session, but the second half was awesome. Yeah. Those guys are rock stars. They did a pretty good job. They're my favorite people. So, fragments, yay or nay? So, I know it's an unpopular opinion, but... I personally am a big fan of Fragments. I was nice. developing before they existed, mm -hmm. when it was activities. Mm -hmm. And I think they're an important and fairly easy tool. Mm -hmm. I know it's easy to get confused with the life cycle. Mm -hmm. But overall, they've made my life a lot better. Okay. Oh, no, perfect. Uh, and this is why I like this question, because mm -hmm. like, like, mm -hmm. people are on the strong yes or no. So, yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not a strong yes, but... Mm. I use them in every app I make, so. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. What was the last Android application that you used on your phone that you thought, like, really blew your mind? So, it's, the answer to this is kind of funny. It's not really um, a technical question, but I was using the Uber app this weekend, mm -hmm. and 
it prompted me to enter my address. I was surprised because normally it doesn't make you do that mm -hmm. until the driver shows up. And it pops up this dialogue saying, we're asking you to enter your address because your driver is deaf or hard of hearing. So wow. when we'll, we, we'll put your address in for you and then we'll give him turn-by-turn -turn directions. Uh, so I didn't have to try and talk to him. I thought that was a really cool example of how you can make your app enable new ways of for people to interact with each other or that wouldn't have been possible before. That is fantastic. I've never actually seen that happen. Oh, that's That was the first time for me also. But yeah, I, th I thought it was amazing they do that. Yeah, kudos to the Uber team. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. I love that. And if you were starting a new Android application, like what are three libraries, what are three external dependencies that you feel you wouldn't want to start an application without? Um, so first, a good networking library. Okay, HTTP is probably the one I usually use. Um, on top of that, I've just fallen in love with Retrofit. That's a big thing for me. But I kind of lump them together. Okay, yeah. After that, a good image loading library. Ooh. Lately, I'm using Glide. I've also used Picasso. I've also used Volley. Right. I definitely use one of them. Okay. And then, finally... You need a good deserializer, probably, um, mm -hmm. from JSON. Mm -hmm. Right now I'm using JSON, and okay. it's pretty good. I've also used Jackson. Okay. But yeah, I think every application I've made has all of those things. Okay. Okay. So they're definitely my starting toolkit. You said you use Android Studio on a daily basis, right? Mm -hmm. So like, what version do you use? Do you use like beta, developer, canary, stable? I run the canary version, and I develop my production application on it. Okay. And now that's... Partly because I'm the only Android developer, so I don't have to worry so much about consistent builds. Or if something breaks, I can just uninstall it, and I, I've only screwed up my own workflow. Right, right. But in all honesty, I started doing it kind of on a lark. Mm -hmm. And I've found that the, even the Canary build is stable enough that I haven't needed to revert. Absolutely. Granted, I see bugs, yeah. but I also get to try the new things first. Right. So, yeah, <laughs> Canary all the way so far. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty much the same way too. Like initially I was like trying to be a little more responsible in that I have like a stable version. But then I was like, <laughs> you know what? I really want to try those pretty cool features. And like, you know, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> right. And it's funny, you were joking about it, but data binding <laughs> was the reason I did it because after last IO, oh, it was in beta for a long time. And since it's so integrated with the build process, the only way to use it was to run the latest Canary, the latest um, beta version of Gradle or whatever. And then the beta version of data binding. So that's how I got into it, and then I couldn't go back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how they get you. <laughs> so when you actually code, right, do you listen to, like, white noise, music, birds chirping like this? Or, like, I mean, oh, do you listen to anything at all? Or do you prefer silence? So I'm. it's funny for someone who works at a music company, but <laughs> I'm one of those people who becomes very, very deep in their flow of concentration, and I generally just prefer silence. Okay. But I do work in an office with other people, so sometimes I'll put on headphones and just <laughs> crank up the music to drown them out and okay. this last week it's been lemonade on repeat over and over <laughs> <laughs> good choice there can't go wrong what's one cool android studio shortcut that you feel uh, our listeners may not necessarily be aware of that you think is like pretty cool that you probably should be using it's a good question because i aspire to be an expert on android studio tricks <laughs> but i probably don't know anything groundbreaking my favorite one is I've discovered you can move classes from one place to another. Yeah, no, the refactoring, yeah, that's pretty um, cool. Yeah. You can generate tests. 
<laughs> everyone oh, should yeah. do, everyone should do that. <laughs> um, but honestly, if you're looking for a cool trick, then you should do what I have to do, which is go rewatch the Android Dev Summit where the tools guys mm. talk about it. It's basically an hour of magical things Android Studio does. Right, and I think they have like another expert session or something today, right? So hopefully we'll have another sort of like bout of that thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I I watched it and I was just like, this is magic. This yeah. is amazing. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm too lazy to remember most of them, but I learned like a new one every week. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're pretty much all the same way. What was the last bug or sort of like ordeal that you can remember having dealt with uh, Android development? Oh boy. (laughs) Most of my worst bugs have been strange strange problems around media playback. Mm -hmm. It's a bit of a mystery for me because I don't have any background in it. Okay. And I think it's a bit of a specialty. So it's not like there's a million articles on it like fragments or how to load an image. Um. But particularly, I have a weird bug I still haven't fixed yet, which I think is happening because some manufacturer added code. Some manufacturer. I'm actually not sure it's Samsung yet. Okay, okay. Because it's a small percentage. Okay. If it was a large percentage, I'd blame Samsung. But yeah, so that's, that's going to be my uh, ordeal for the week after I.O. Okay. <laughs> if Android had one thing, what would you hope that it would be? So not strictly Android framework, but I would love to see an Android emulator mm-hmm. with the Play Store, like a fully functioning Play Store. Oh, okay. um, because it's difficult to do testing. Of, the one that got me is that mm-hmm. we, we have YouTube video playback, so that requires the YouTube app. Oh, so I was actually able to get it working. It was fairly easy, but I had to go download the YouTube app, mm-hmm. sideload the APK onto right. the emulator. And at that point, I was like, why can't I do have the full experience? And so I think the Android emulator used to be very difficult. Mm-hmm. In like the last year, I've been able to use it seriously as a development right. tool. On, as a development tool, and also even to give demos, because it's become faster and responsive enough, which is amazing. Uh, look forward to more improvements there. But yeah, it's still missing some things, and the Play Store would be a huge help. Because yep. you could truly test how apps interact with each other, and that interactivity is such a huge part of the Android ecosystem. Yeah. Lisa, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Uh, Thank you for having me. I hope you have a great I.O. Thank you. All the way from Africa, I have this amazing GDE developer with me. Uh, Can you tell us who you are, where you work, and what you do? Um, I'm Rebecca Franks. I work at a company called DSTV, where we do media streaming applications, uh, mainly focusing on Android development for them, so live streaming of live sports, movies, series, that kind of thing. Oh, pretty sweet. You told me something interesting when you came here. You said like everyone seems to be driving on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Was that, like, was that difficult? Uh, yeah, so I actually didn't want to drive here. <laughs> I'm a little bit nervous. Okay. Also, like crossing the street, I might get killed because I'm looking yeah. the wrong way. <laughs> it's a That's little true. bit different. Okay, so here's the trick, though. Here, like nobody knows how to drive. Everyone just uses Uber or Lyft. <laughs> so, like that way, you know, it's pretty safe. So. Yeah, I've done that too. <laughs> uh, what was the most exciting announcement that you heard at I/O? Uh, so I actually have two. I think, but the best one for me is the the Google Home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't wait to get one of those little speakers in my house. Oh yeah. Uh, I think it'll work really well because of all the search capabilities that they already have. So. Google Now works really well, so I imagine the speaker will work well. Mm-hmm. And then also the the new tools in the Android Studio, so oh, the yes. ability to like record your tests mm-hmm. and 
run them back without writing any espresso code. That's really cool. Um, and then the, also the new layout editor. Haven't had a chance to try it, but uh, I'm hoping for the best. Okay, yeah. Those are amazing announcements. Uh, okay, so fragments, yay or nay? Uh, I think I think I'll give a meh <laughs> as a response. Okay, okay. Um, that I've, is the correct response. I'm yeah, <laughs> um, I've been burnt a couple of times with uh, weird crashes, and you know, yeah, we all have. Yeah, <laughs> you, you get you get the hang of them a little bit. Um, we're actually trying to minimize the amount that we have in our apps, mm-hmm. uh, but we do use them um, only for really special cases, though, okay. when we need to. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, what was the last? application that you used that you uh, android application that you thought like blew your mind uh so it's actually a, a local app based from south africa oh very nice um it's called 227 uh it's a financial tracking app so you link all your different accounts that you have in different banks and it gives you like expense tracking and tells you how much you're spending in different areas of your life like oh, very cool. holiday travel stuff like that okay um, and the app is actually really nice, and I was actually quite surprised at how cool it is. So, oh. yeah, a local app. Nice, very nice. So, shout out to the folks at 227, you yeah. said? Okay, 22.7, <laughs> great job. Uh, all right, so if you were starting like this brand new application, Android application, what three external dependencies or libraries would you pick? Okay, so I think it's probably the standard answer of uh, retrofits, uh-huh. uh-huh. uh, OK HTTP, and all the passes around it. Okay. And then I would o- include all the Android espresso testing ones. Ah, oh, nice. Okay. I'm presuming you use Android Studio. So which version do you use? Do you use like stable, beta, canary, uh, develop, development release? Um, so I've actually got both installed, so the okay. stable and uh, beta. Uh-huh. I mainly use beta until I run into... Uh, a problem, and then I switch back to <laughs> to uh, the stable one. But at okay. least I have both of them running concurrently. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Uh, and speaking about Android Studio, what was one shortcut? Uh, what is one Android Studio shortcut that you think is pretty cool that our listeners should basically use? People are probably going to hate me for this one, but I'm not really <laughs> user of shortcuts. Um, Interesting. Okay. No, no. That's control fine. space bar is probably, or command space is probably the most used for me. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. And then the the search everywhere, but yeah. Other than right. that, um, probably tap more than anyone else. No, okay. oh, that's fine. That's fine. So when you actually code, do you listen to like music? Do you listen to like white noise? Do you prefer to code in silence? Uh, so actually, I can't really concentrate when there's music with words playing. Cause, right, oh, okay. Because yeah, then yeah. I try to sing along with it. <laughs> so probably just nothing. Okay. Uh, don't really listen to any music. Um, if it's easy coding, then I can. But mm-hmm. if, it's, if I'm trying to get too technical, then I have to turn it off otherwise I'm distracted okay what is one bug or like sort of ordeal that you last faced when you dealt with Android development uh, so we actually had a very interesting interesting bug where uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean it wasn't the last bug but it was an interesting one okay um, even better yeah where we were dealing with time zones so the problem was we actually weren't Ooh. really dealing with them okay <laughs> 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 so um yeah a little bit been there. definitely been there yeah <laughs> um so we had uh the server sending back dates of certain things that had happened mm-hmm. and um users that had a certain time zone set on their phone uh, would try to get this data back from the server and the hour that the time was set for was non-existent Ooh. in that time zone due to 
think it's daylight savings or something. I don't know. We don't have that in South Africa. <laughs> so we drive on the wrong side of the road. We don't know how to keep time. Wow. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. So it was only like happening for a small percentage of users that had that specific time zone set. Okay. So it was quite a hard one to track down. But mm-hmm. when we found it out, we were actually quite amused. <laughs> in my previous company, we worked at a uh, that built apps for weddings. Yeah. And so we had this feature where we had to like track event details. Yeah. And time zone, getting the time zones right was tricky because the problem is if you get it wrong, people will not forgive you if you yeah. if you were the reason for like their guests missing their wedding. <laughs> so lesson learned in yep. a very hard way. I can imagine. <laughs> I think we should just get rid of time zones and all just have one time. <laughs> I know. That was, that, that, I think people have, yeah, it would be easy for developers if you step. Nobody else but us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so what's one thing you wish Android had but doesn't? Um, so I think the one thing I would prefer more of is a lot of bit more documentation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so especially around best practices and guidance as to how you should structure your Very app. True. Right, and right. I think as like a newbie Android developer, when you approach the website, it's a little bit difficult to mm-hmm. sort of structure, and you just sort of throw everything into an activity mm-hmm. and. And then it just keeps getting bigger. So I think maybe just a little bit more guidance around that would be good. Thank you so much, Rebecca. I hope you have an amazing... Oh, actually, one last question. So your Twitter handle is Riguru. What's the yeah. story behind that? Um, it's not a really funny story, actually. It's it's really lame. Favorite <laughs> 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 <Hey>, developers, <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> um, when I was little, my sister couldn't pronounce the word Rebecca. Oh. So she was just like, Riggs. Okay. And then from then on, it just sort of went into Riguru. Oh, that's a sweet story. Yeah, yeah. that's an amazing story. Yeah. Riguru. Okay. Nice. So, it's just a name on the internet. Okay. Perfect. Thank you so much, Rebecca. I hope you have an amazing rest of this I.O. Cool. Thank you so much for having me. You actually have a dark past, I've heard. Yes. Yes. You were in the land of PHP. Yes, so I was actually teaching uh, web development with uh, in PHP for Ooh. at university level. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's this was back in the late nineties. Uh, oh, yeah. You know when PHP was uh, the thing. Okay. <laughs> But you have chosen the light now. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I very, very quickly after that, I switched over to the Java side. So, okay, so that I've okay. been staying on that correct path for now. Okay, fantastic. So could you tell us like who you are, where you work now, and what do you do? Yeah, so my, my name is Eric. I live in uh, Stockholm in Sweden. Uh, I'm, I'm an Android GD. Uh, I worked mostly with Android. I've been doing that for eight years, so pretty much oh. since start. Okay. Uh, I started with it uh, working for uh, Sony Mobile or Sony Ericsson, as it was oh. called then, doing their, you know, integrating the Android into the devices we were building at that time. Okay. Um, moved it a little bit, and I worked for Spotify, and now I'm freelancing. So oh, very cool. working as a freelance Android developer in Sweden. Very nice. Uh, so what was the most exciting announcement uh, you heard at I.O. either today or yesterday? Yeah, for me as an Android developer, I think that the test recording that they added oh, yeah. to Android Studio, that's right. like, I was, that blew me away. I was yeah. like, wow, <laughs> this is like, <laughs> now there's no excuse anymore for anyone not to test. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. I think that's, that's the part that people love. Uh, like, they've made it so easy. There's no reason now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, this was just the first preview that we saw there. So right. like, like, even if it's not, perfect having something like this from the start is like amazing yeah yeah oh yeah i'm, I'm sure that's like a pretty mm. hot topic uh all right so fragments gay or nay 
Yeah, I'm actually positive to fragments, but you know, you have to understand how they work. Right. I mean, one of the most common bugs I have is, you know, the state loss thing when you right, right. <laughs> someone pops up a dialogue and, you know, that, and go, yeah. Yeah, so that one uh and that usually comes because people are not really comfortable with the APIs. Mm -hmm. Uh but that goes back to the problem that anything that is async people have a a problem it, yeah. <laughs> in general. That's true, that's true. So, what was the last uh, Android application that you used on your phone that you thought like blew your mind? That was like an amazing application. Oh, yeah, I have to p to pitch about uh, Taylor Ling's fabulous app. Oh, uh, Taylor one. Ling is a good friend of the show, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Taylor Ling made an app. It's been out for a while now called Fabulous. Mm -hmm. If you haven't checked it out, you should do it. This is the best designed app I have ever seen in my life. Ooh. So, okay. yeah, so it's like one of these, you know, getting better uh, uh what do you call uh habits in your life like you should right. drink water properly i want to get the uh, you know exercise you know it helps right. oh, helps you with this right, one right, but right. the design and the user experience mm -hmm. is so perfect i would have to say that's oh, just wow. amazing shout out to our uh, good friend taylor lang yes so if you were starting an app from scratch what three libraries would you use or pull yeah so me being a quite experienced Android developer having done this for a while I I tend to pick like the you know we all pick like the square libraries or retrofit and right. OKHP <laughs> like so let's let's say let's mm -hmm. let's leave those out for now Ooh, okay. uh, but, but yeah I'll probably pick them but uh, yeah. something I would uh, would also like to start mm -hmm. with now is more of the auto value now that we got a new oh, one yeah. because I like anything that's generated that's good uh -huh. generate the code I don't want to write the code the, the less code I write the better it is okay. and after that also I would say uh, I was a dagger uh, I would use that one absolutely uh, the support libraries are always good, of course. You need, you need those. Uh, right. So, but uh, and then retrofit for the the networking for networking stack. Networking yeah. stack. Right. So, yeah, okay. uh, that wasn't three, but let's say ret <laughs> retrofit, auto value, and dagger. Oh, yeah. that's a solid combination there. <laughs> yep. When you use Android Studio, the, what version do you use? Do you use like beta, stable, dev? Yeah, well, I actually have all three installed all at the same okay. time. Interesting. Uh, sorry, I, since I'm a freelancer, I'm and now I'm working on multiple projects actually with mm -hmm. different clients, and sometimes I can I need to like I need to run a certain version because mm -hmm. because reasons. <laughs> so I always have the stable one installed, uh, and then I always have like the Canary as another installation. So that's so I, I run all of them. <laughs> oh, pretty cool, pretty cool. Speaking about Android Studio, what what is like one Android Studio keyboard shortcut that you think people should know or like? Uh, that is pretty common. Yeah, so the the select the context selection that you can expand, like when you press Alt and uh, arrow yes, up yes, yes. That's to so, to expand your selection. Right, uh, right. That one is something that is so amazing. I use that a lot, especially in combination cool. with extracting uh, methods and stuff like that. Press Alt and then arrow up, up or down, yeah. and it increases and decreases. Yeah, like it's scope. An amazing feature actually. Yeah, that is a fantastic thing. When you actually code, do you? Do you listen to like music, uh, white noise, or do you prefer silence? Like, how how do you code? It varies a lot. Uh, I usually uh, start the day with nothing because we talk a lot in the office. Right, right. And then as we <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, the day progresses, I usually usually listen to music. And okay. there, uh, either I listen to like this uh, mood music that's you know oh, like, like fo fo focus music or oh, like right, right. calming music or something like that. Right, right. Or I go into my like heavy metal 
rock music thing that I listen to oh, mostly. So, yeah. so wide variety there. Yeah, pretty much actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, when dealing with Android, what was the last bug or like sort of ordeal that you can remember uh, having dealt with Android? Yeah, so so one thing that I realized is a common problem and that I keep running into, it's about concurrency and multi-threading and stuff like that. Yeah. And I noticed this because like lots of developers, even experienced developers, have a hard time with with threads. Yeah, and they, is always yeah. tricky. Yeah, and uh, so so there is the bugs that I I run into most recently as well. So it's like you, I, I still find like people, uh, developers with lots of experience, they they uh, extend their own extend the thread class and use that one. Right, right. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, not. And this you, this is very common, especially among uh, older Java developers who right. are new to Cores, Android. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. come from maybe the Java enterprise domains and right. haven't used threads much, and you know. So, right. but it's it's so it's a common problem, and uh, this is actually one of the re- most recent things I've seen. Okay. So threading in general. Okay, pretty cool. Thank you so much, Eric, for your time. It's amazing uh, yeah. chatting with you and catching with catching up with you in person. Yeah. I hope you have an amazing rest of the sale. Yeah, thank you. Okay, folks, I hope you enjoyed part one of this Google I.O. special. Make sure you check the show notes at fragmentedpodcast.com slash episodes slash 42. Uh, and you'll find the Twitter handles for some of these amazing guests so you can follow them and see the other great things that they have to say. Uh, We've also tried to add mentions of the apps that some of these uh, folks picked as their choice. Hope you enjoyed this episode and uh, stay tuned because we're going to release part two pretty shortly. I had an answer for this. (laughs) (laughs) I totally forgot what it was. I'm guessing the glass of beer has something to do with like the memory sort of. Well, you, <laughs> you told you told Ryan and I that you were gonna ask five questions, and that was about that hey, was about hey. twenty. <laughs> you realize I can totally edit this out, right? <laughs> <laughs> like this is all never gonna make it. Through. Uh,